strapped Whoops. in like we are in a roller coaster. Oh, it's been a while since the roller coaster. Oh, <gasps> remember? I we didn't. Gone to after Dark and so oh my God. many moons. I miss After Dark so much. Well, it's like a double-edged sword, I know, right? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season four, episode 11, Injury List, written by Carrie Aaron and directed by Seath Mann. Original air date, January 27th, 2010. Wow. Welcome back. Welcome back to you. Thank you. We've been gone for a little bit. Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. It's been a while. We missed you. I haven't podcasted. Actually, Michelle and I were on the Lonely Boys podcast, which is a Gossip Girl podcast. Last night, uh, the episode should be airing fairly soon. Yep. And so I was like, whoa, it's weird to be talking into a microphone. It's been a long time. So happy to be back. I'm happy to have my partner back. Yeah. Partners in crime. She's back from the moons. Back from the moons. Everyone keeps asking me where my tan is. I'm like, hello, Alyssa Burns. First off, I'm very (laughs) happy that... It looks like you wore SPF and you were careful. It's the tropical sun. You can't yeah. mess around. Even Randy, who normally doesn't put SPF on because that's how he is. He'll, he will like if we go to the beach or something, but he won't reapply. This time we reapplied and reapplied and reapplied. Yeah. Because you don't want to burn on your honeymoon. That's for sure. And we yeah. still got a little bit, a little bit of a burn. Yeah. You know. The sun is scary. It's very scary. Wear SPF, guys. Yes, please do. PSA. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so we're back. This was a heavy episode. Yeah. We cried. We teared up. It doesn't get easier from here. Just let I'm me know. I'm sure it doesn't. These next two episodes are going to be ah, a nightmare. Yeah, so in this episode, Tammy must defend her job and her actions when a parent asks her for her termination as principal. Elsewhere, Julie starts making big plans for her future. This is the NBC Synopsis? Thanks. Synopsized. Synopsized. It's a synop. I feel like in um, (laughs) what's that podcast called? I'm all in. Yeah. He's like, give us a synopsis. Synopsize. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Synopsis. Now that I can say it. Okay. All right. So let's start with the coach and football of it all we open up with buddy el fuego radio he's so awkward uh, it's just the way he says it right yeah he's so white (laughs) anyway lion's pride radio is happening he has coach taylor on he's trying to get out of coach how they're going to tackle the panthers in the next two weeks he's like i want to know our callers want to know and coach is like, uh, we have a game this week. This is what I'm focusing on. So yeah, too soon. Cool it. Cool it. And a specific call that we get is how are you going to shut down J.D. McCoy, which we haven't heard that name. No. And I honestly thought it was Joe McCoy calling in. It sounded like his voice. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Joe was calling in just to see what coach would say about how he's going to supposedly take down J.D. That was my like, twist. I'm like, ooh, it's a very Dan Scott thing to do, you know? Honestly, when you said that, 
it, I kind of heard Joe say right? it, it sounded like his voice. Am it, I the only one? It really did. Uh, Vince, he's with Calvin and his buddy Kennard. And there we see them on a collection ride because we know Vince has to now kind of pay his dues because Kennard has helped him with his mom getting money for rehab. So are they selling drugs and people have to pay or is it vice versa? Like we don't really know like the criminal acts they are performing. They're just beating up people now for money, right? Well, he says like when he goes to pick up the pickup, I guess the money that is owed, he says like, how do you think I'm funding for these cars? Something along those lines because. Right. Like the, they get the parts. Right. They're the ones that get the parts from Billy. I think right. They're giving, or like something like they work. He was the one who approached Billy about that. About the chop shop situation. Right. Right. And so they haven't gotten the money. Pickup, the money. Right. And so we see Kennard give Vince a crowbar and he's like here you have to finish the job and Vince obviously can't do it and so he just kicks the guy when he's already down mm-hmm. and Kennard's like what's your problem like why didn't you finish the job he's pure of heart yeah you can't do this yeah and so later a couple of days later he's at his job and Kennard comes in and is like yo you gotta help me out on Friday night and he's like I have a game and he's like all right I'll pick you up after your mm-hmm. game so just be ready and Jess, we can see her looking like, I can't even believe you're working with this guy. And he's like, I'm just helping him out. Right. She knows he's bad news. I'm sure she, it's, you know, it's very known in the town yeah. who these guys are. Yeah. And she says, oh, you're working with him to help your mom. Right. Pay for your mom. Like, how is she doing? Mm-hmm. And so then this leads her to go visit Regina, which was such a sweet. Oh, my goodness. Moment. It was so pure. And yeah honest and genuine and she was just like hey i'm just seeing how you're doing yeah and she's like obviously i'm not doing well (laughs) like she's isolated she's sober it's tough you know and she's away from her family so i'm sure it was really she was really happy to see her there and does vince not go and see her because he says i don't know how she's been so it's like does she does she not allow phone calls but then she gets a visit. So she's obviously allowed to have visitors. That's such a good question. I don't know if unless we just he's so busy, it. like he's busy with his job now, both jobs and yeah. school and football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. You I know? don't again, I don't know if we just aren't seeing it because she does ask him before she goes like how is she doing? And he's right. like Right. He's like I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah, and also the heartbreaking moment of when Jess is with Regina is Regina says he's such a good boy right yeah and Jess is like yeah he is he is he's just not hanging out with the right crowd at first I thought she was gonna be like yeah and guess what he did to get you in here basically like almost not like ratting him out but like hey we need to like reel him in sort of but she didn't yeah I'm sure because she doesn't know technically I know. I wonder where she thinks he got the money, though. Like when mm-hmm. she comes to, right? Like when Regina's sober and she's in there and she's in a private clinic. Right. Like how did Vince get the money? Mm-hmm. Maybe she- he told her Virgil. Yeah. Gave it to him. Oh, that's true. Good yeah. thought. So after the game on Friday, Vince goes for the ride along and Calvin and Kennard tell him, like, you stay in the car, keep it running. We'll go take care of it. Well, Calvin ends up getting shot. We knew this was going to happen. Did you know this was going to happen? Well, we knew someone was going to get shot. There's had They have guns. Other people have guns. Yeah. And Calvin passes away. Yeah. And it's awful. 
Did you think he he was going to die? Well, after I saw him get shot, I was like, oh, there's no way this kid is living. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe Vince would have, like I said last week, last time, he would have gotten like grazed or like got hit in the foot or like, you know, something where it's like obviously not life threatening, but enough to be like, oh, shit, I just did something really fucked up and I can't get out and I need to. Yeah. So maybe it's this Calvin thing that will finally be like, okay, I really can't be doing this. And I think also what hurts more is Kennard's like, get in the car, get in the car. Like they couldn't even grab him. They couldn't even grab him. They couldn't even see if he was okay. They couldn't call an ambulance. Like they couldn't do any of that. They just left him. They had to leave him at the scene because otherwise they would be arrested. Right. And also they could have gotten shot. And they could have gotten shot too. They could have been killed as well. So yeah. Yeah. And so when Vince gets home, he's just, he goes to Jess's. He's waiting outside Jess's house. She gets home late from her friends hanging out after the game. And she finds him sitting there and he tells her and he just breaks down in her arms. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking like he, if he goes home, he goes home to nothing. There's nobody there. There's no one home. So it's silence is deafening. You know, like that is, ugh. you have to sit there with your emotions and realizing your friend just passed and you could have been also killed and what the situation is. So you have to go to somewhere you feel safe. And he goes to, to uh, the Merriweather's, which that's where I would go. I mean, me <laughs> if too. I was him, me too. Nowhere else, yeah. unless I was going to coaches. But I guess this is a better option. You can't tell coach, and he can't tell coach. Yeah, Je- Jess knows. Right, she's like she's not saying it, but she's aware of mm-hmm. what's happening, and yeah. she's not happy about it. Yeah, but I guess she realizes like, hey, I can't say anything to him. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, and. Meanwhile, Jess and Landry's relationship seems to be going pretty well. So cute. He invites her over for family dinner. And at first she's hesitant. Like, one, do you know, do your parents know that I'm black? (laughs) I know. He's like, oh, they don't. That doesn't matter. I'm like, it matters. If you're a black person, I'm pointing to myself like I am not a black person. Right. But it matters like to know what you're going into beforehand, regardless of what will occur then. Right. Just knowing like, hey, do they know that I'm black? It's a fair question. Absolutely. And he's like, they're not going to care. You know, you might have some like poorly cooked dinner, but they really just want their son to be happy. Right. And I am happy. And so it did seem like they just wanted that. Right. Right. And like they tried. They're sweet. (laughs) I mean, there's like that awkward question asking her if she likes Obama. (laughs) She's under her mouth full of food. He's he's good. Is it good Uh, for a president? I loved that scene. I thought that was so funny. And Landry's face. He was just like, oh, man. The way Jesse Plemons can make himself look embarrassed is just so impressive. I mean, he definitely has red undertones in his skin. So he's naturally flushed. But this time he was like brought on all the flush. It was so perfect. Yeah. But I feel like as much as that question was like, ooh, a little, you know, tricky. I feel like they were trying. They didn't seem malicious in a way. It wasn't the worst. Right. And they weren't, uh, from what we see, they don't continually ask her all these like sort of awkward questions, I hope. No, they just talk about... I think she kind of got over it, so it's, you know... They laughed it off. And the only other thing that we saw that was talked about was she mentions her brothers, and 
his dad says, oh, your mom must have been busy. And mm-hmm. we don't really go into that. We don't. kind of just. And he says it in past tense. Like she was busy. So it's yeah. apparent they know that she had passed. I mean, I think we know she has passed, right? Did we're just we assuming this? it. I, I'm deciding it. I'm pretty sure she's passed. I don't know when we learn that and if we ever do. Okay. So it just is kind of like something you've interpret. You interpret. Yeah. And so I thought they were going to be like, well, you know, Jess's mom is no longer with us. Or like, oh, dad, don't say that because. Right. But we didn't do any of that. No. <laughs> so again, it's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Luke is still hurt. It's been four weeks. He's nursing these pills. He goes to try to get more pills because of the game that's coming up. And the pharmacy is like, uh, this was just filled. I'm not filling this again. Yep. Too soon. Can't fill it. Yeah. His mom goes to visit Becky. She just wants to understand why she made the decision she did. It seems harmless. It it does. Awkward, and Becky though. was like, this actually was a really good conversation. Yeah, because later on she sees Luke in school and she's like, how's your mom? And he's like, what are you talking? What do you mean my mom? And she's like, your mom came to visit me. And he apologizes instantly. Yeah, she's like, she seemed upset. Yeah. Like, my mom shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I'm like, so sorry. no, 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 I'm sorry. It will never happen again. It will never happen again. And she's like, okay, like. Right. Yeah. Because yeah whole in the while in the background luke's mom is trying to get tammy fired she complained to the board she complained to the school district which is like insane right because ultimately i wonder why what luke had to tell her that tammy stepped in because she wouldn't know that tammy stepped in unless becky had said something or her mother well, no, unless Becky or Tim really have said something because Luke doesn't know. Did Luke know that? Oh, I mean, obviously, we're to assume Luke is the one who told his mom that she talked to Tammy. No, Becky. When Becky. Oh, when Becky told. Right. Duh. When yeah. Becky told his mom. Right. Uh, about her decision. That was what led it. OK, so it wasn't always malicious. No. She went in there just trying to truly understand and because it's not obviously how she would have went about things. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Right. So she, right. So she filed a complaint with the school board and the district saying that a person counseled this girl to have an abortion who was, happened to be, this would have been my future grandchild. Right. And so Paul, the superintendent, obviously has to have a meeting with Tammy and the board and it gets pretty heated of like, how dare you do this? And putting your views on this child. And Tammy's like, I did no such thing. And for the audience, you're like, she literally said none of those words. No. She said, here's here are three options. Whatever one my daughter would decide to do, I would support her. So I hope your mother does the same. And what Tammy says too is that Becky's mom is the one who took her to get the abortion. Right. And while, you know, they can't really go after Becky's mom, you know, she has nothing to do with, she's not affecting anyone else with their choice. Yeah. Besides, obviously, Luke and his parents. Right. But, you know, that's something you would take it up with them. You wouldn't obviously be able to go to the school and have this type of power. So she just, she wants something to happen. And so she goes after Tammy. Yeah. I mean, 
in Tammy's favor, five to one. She does win. Five to one. So that means that one that means person. That, that one fucking bitch. That's who it was. The who one was who was speaking up. Because <laughs> like if it was closer, I can right. understand. But five to one. I mean, that's, but that doesn't seem like anything. I know. And so Paul calls Tammy to give her the news and says, listen, you still have your job. but I don't really want this getting out because, you know, the student's parents could get really upset about this so we got to keep it under wraps and so yeah. tammy's kind of upset anyway even though she's happy she still has her job but also upset that this happened right like upset for a lot of reasons like this is my character you're telling me that yes. i did something wrong when i know i didn't yep and now we had to make this whole big thing and you're threatening my job right you don't trust me like you're you're just assuming what you think happened because it fits your narrative and not mine Exactly. And now she has people calling her at 1130 at night to the get Gazette. an interview. Are you freaking kidding? The Gazette calling to get probably to run probably to run yeah, in the, the next, next day's day. paper. And she just says no comment. Like, are you kidding? No comment. What did you think we had when we were wrapping up the episode? She was sitting outside on her stoop. Was she waiting for coach to come home? I think so. Was she right? Because I feel like. She had a rough night, right? Like yeah. this reporter has now called her. She's like, I really just need to vent to my husband. He's not home. Yeah. That's why I took it as, even though I really didn't want that to be the reason, because now I feel like we're going to have like a little bit of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't there. Why were you out so late? Blah, blah, blah. Which we were just doing so well in this episode. We don't really need to do that again. We've been, they've been really kind of like not seeing, not that they're not seeing eye to eye. They're just been like two ships this whole entire season. Yeah. So it was nice to see them be on the same page. And now we're going to do it again. I'm like not really here for it, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, they've had it rough. Yes. It's been really rough. It's been rough. We get to game day and Tinker approaches Luke because he saw Luke trying to buy pills at Carroll Park. And Luke is like, oh, I was just taking a drive. I couldn't sleep. And Tinker's like, don't lie to me. Yeah, you and, had cash. Right. And so then Luke shows him what's going on. And Tinker's like, holy shit, for like how long, you know? So we get out to the field and every play that's being called is just like knocking Luke down, knocking Luke down. Finally, Tinker's like, yo, can we change it up? Luke is hurt. <laughs> Luke is hurt. He says it. And Vince is like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to go against what coach is saying. Ultimately, they do, which I love Aww. in that moment. They're acting as a team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, coach isn't happy. And then coach yells at uh, Vince and Vince is like, we got to go back. We got to go back to the original play. I sorry, know. And Luke. Vince is like, I'm sorry. I confuse left and right. And Coach is like, oh, I didn't know I had to discuss that in practice. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. <laughs> the next day. That. It was so good. But ultimately, Luke's get, Luke gets really hurt. And he gets off the field. And now everybody knows about the injury. And Coach flips out. Yeah. Ultimately so, though. And Luke is like, I was just trying to work through it. I know. I thought I had to work through it. I'm so sorry, Coach. Uh, Coach is like, you damn fool. You damn, exactly. <laughs> and honestly, I could picture him saying that. Like, yeah, you damn you're fool. just a damn fool. You need yeah. to tell, if you're really in that much pain, you need to tell someone. It's awful too, because I feel for Luke trying to fix the problem. I feel for Coach. They lose this game. Yeah, and now it's like, ooh. They got to take on the Panthers and him and Buddy go out and Buddy's like, well, we're doomed now. So. Right. He's like, let's Looks just out. drink. Let's just drink. <laughs> also, moment for Buddy in this episode, he took off his ring, which Liz he thought did. it was his wedding ring. He's like, I took off my ring. I'm like, why? 
we were, I thought this was already ship of sail. Like, oh, 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 it's the Panther Rang. Panther Rang. Rang. Gotcha. He's, he's like, I love the old Panthers, but I don't like the new Panthers. It feels good. I could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Matt, we get an appearance from Matt. Finally. But you were shocked. I I wish I had a picture I'm of your happy face. That we got to see him. I didn't have to wait so long. That's true. But I also was like random. Yeah. Hello. So he's in Chicago. We see him in his apartment. He has a picture of Julie hanging up. And so he tries a couple of times to reach out to her. She hangs up and says, I can't talk to you. Finally gets through to Julie and he's like, Hey, so I got a job at an art gallery and I'm in Chicago. And she's like, I know. I just can't believe the way he just so nonchalantly was like, Hey, Julie, hope you're well. Uh, I feel really situated here now. It doesn't feel the same, but I'm doing good. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's chat. And she's like, I am not ready for this. Mm-mm. All of a sudden, after a month has gone by, I know where you are. Thanks for telling me where you are. I already know because I talked to your mother and your grandmother. And how disrespectful the person that you loved and spent almost four years with as a partner knows you better than anyone. You have the no decency to ever even pick up the phone until now because you're settled. Screw you. I was so mad. Mm -hmm. I was so mad. But uh, he says it in such a sweet, Matt way that you're like, do you even uh, do you even hear yourself, dude? Like, do you know you don't know what you did? Yeah. But he's like, I do know. But the way he doesn't, he's not hurt enough. He also he's not like upset enough. You know, he didn't mean it. And of course he, not. We never mean it, right? In any situation that we were on the other side of it, we never mean it. But then, like, your heart breaks because it is Matt, right? <laughs> but also, I'm mad at you, Matt. Right, like that. Not there good. has to be consequences. She's yeah. not going to just be like, "Oh, open arms, yeah, let's chat again." Even though we know she wants to, of course. And I'm so incredibly proud of her yeah. that she stood yeah. her ground. Because honestly, me at 16 or 17, I would have been like, "Well, we can talk about it," you know. Of course, <laughs> of course. You hurt me so badly, yeah. um, but now you're calling me, so I guess we're good. But she's like, "No, very firm. I do not, you know, I'm not allowing you to get back into my." heart right now and also like what's your plan matt right she has to finish high school she's interested in habitat for humanity so we see her wanting to make that move she has to get right permission from not gonna go to college she's just gonna do this well we don't know she has to get permission signed from her parents which she didn't get to in this episode because she's just been trying to be like hey mom what's going on like no one's gonna tell me what's happening we're still waiting for that signature right and Matt doesn't even ask, like, how are you? Right. He just keeps saying all he, the things that he's accomplished. Right. right. And like, hey, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. hey, I miss you. Not like, how's it been? I am, you know, how are things? How's co- how college apps? Yep. How's school? How's your family? None of that. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm ready to talk now. No, not no. in your terms, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, Matt. No good. Ugh. I know. But it's Matt, so I love you still. Just not right now. Not right now. We're a little peeved. You could have handled this. Or just, you could have called sooner. You could have called the next day. Hey, I left. I'm sorry I didn't tell you I was leaving, but here's what I'm doing, and I need my space. We've already talked about this, I know. I know, but I can't let it go because to me, it still doesn't feel genuine in the character yeah i agree even a text i absolutely agree Even a when they left off i'll see you later and then he just literally drives off right it doesn't it it doesn't doesn't, it's not it mm -hmm. doesn't feel characteristic but right 
Anyway, moving along. Tim, he has a lot of cash. He's getting his American dream. He drops that lump of cash. He gets his land. Yes, he does. He and I kept asking, what is a person going to do with such land? He just wants to build a house. he answered, he just wants a house. He answered. He, had, he answered Yes, it. Liz, I just, want to I just want a house. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's feeling so good. He offers to take Cheryl and Becky out for dinner to celebrate. And Cheryl's like, you know what? You're a good egg, Tim. You're a good guy. You're not like the rest of them. You're like family. You are like, I mean, at this point, yes, right? They right. definitely are like family. So they go out. And Tim, what a fucking dysfunctional family, I'll tell you. That. Well, whatever. <laughs> They're family, yeah. and so then Tim tells them how he got this land. He has money, and so Charles like, oh, light bulb. Oh my god, a good guy who has land and a job and some money. And Becky's like, how'd you get that money? Right. She's no fool. No. No. Oh, buddy, Garrity gave it to you. Hmm. Maybe he can give it to you again for when you want to buy your house. Right, right. Getting and more money. It's like it still didn't register to Cheryl that, yes, we see all of the panty dropping qualities here in him, but he's 18 years old. He's 18. Let's not fool ourselves. He Just because he thinks he's got it going on doesn't mean... Yeah. He's going to pursue. How young could oh, Cheryl also, be? He's going to go to trade school. Yes. We'll get there. Oh, I w- my I, my jaw was on the ground. But like, okay, how young could Cheryl be? Uh, 30? She has to be 30. At least. At least. Minimum 30. Because she had to have been 16 or 17 when she had Becky. Right. Because I think Becky said my mom was, had me when she was, was my, my age. age. Yeah. So, honey, just because... Would you? This young dude right. has land. <laughs> oh my god, he has land. He's potentially going to trade school, and he's got his own trailer. Like I don't. That is not things to just be like. Let's start a family together. And he's sweet to <laughs> Becky. And then what gets me is that at first she's like, I don't want it to just be sex. I know the sex is good, but I want something else. And then he's like, No. Nah. And she's like, But we can have sex. And I'm like, right. Which one is it, dude? Because she approaches him, <laughs> and we're proud. We're like, Okay, he shuts it down. Yeah, it really just. I felt like we no. could have done the Tim, you're no good. You can You'll never live up to blah blah blah. Some way else, and not done this uh, Charles thing again. You mean you know? like we needed that. Tim's going to be down on himself, even though he was high on himself. Oh, I she see. was like, you're nothing. You're never going to amount to anything. You're literally yeah. again, you're nothing. But then Becky goes, which we'll get to and tells him that he's not anything. Right. But he is something. Right. Well, we, we didn't need that device. Yeah. To get there. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's frustrating to think because. Well, it's like the Becky, Becky still wants it. Well, yes. <laughs> but what I was going to say, it's frustrating because. She Becky lures Tim in after she, you know, he turned Cheryl down just to watch a movie. And Tim's like, I don't think this is a good idea. And she's like, I don't want to be lonely. So like, that's the key phrase for Tim. As long as a woman, a woman says, I don't want to be by myself. I don't want to be alone. Tim's like, all right. Yeah. And so they watch a movie together in Cheryl's bed. There was no other like DVD player, VCR, no other like way to watch a movie. Regardless, nothing happened. She falls asleep, but Cheryl comes home and sees it and flips out. And then it's like the situation again where Tim is like 
falsely accused of being in bed with another right, like young he was girl. Fully dressed. It wasn't so like was she, she was in underwear or I something. Know, like above the covers. Above the covers. She just wanted an excuse. To well, that's like, the thing. She just flipped out because she's pissed that Tim turned her down. Yeah. And so and he she'll leaves. probably come to that realization. Well, we'll see. But he leaves and goes to sleep at Riggins Riggs, and then. You know, Becky shows up and says sweet things like, Tim Riggins, you're nothing like yeah. what my mom says. Why do we need to talk so close? I would never go up to you, Michelle, and get so close well, to be able to touch your lips. I don't think you're in love with me, though, Liz. <laughs> no. In that way. <laughs> but I mean, she cannot help herself. She can't. She She's so infatuated. Yeah. I get it. It's, she's like you're not you're something and you will be and you yeah. should be proud you're a kind a kind decent person yeah i did mm-hmm. like your reaction though just be like do not kiss no i was like get back nope get back step back i was really good i was like if they're gonna kiss again i don't know what i'm gonna do but they hug and she like kisses his neck but in like a I don't know. No, like I would kiss like my sister like that. Like kind of like, yes, your you know, sister. like bear hugger. <laughs> I guess that's true. I don't think I would kiss a guy friend of mine that I've had a crush on. On the neck. I mean, maybe well, I hugging. would actually. Mm. I probably would. Whatever I can get, right? What? That's it. <laughs> Whatever I can get without crossing a line yeah. that he's going to stop it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll answer all of your questions. Welcome back from break. We're going to start with Jacqueline. She says, if you were Julie, how would you respond to Matt in this situation? Well, I kind of told you how how my 18-year-old self would have. What about today's self? Today, I probably wouldn't have answered any of the phone calls and let him leave me voicemails (gasps) and see what he had to say. Like, what are you calling me about? Did you butt dial me? I've had that happen in the past where an ex was calling me and I was like, there's no way this person is calling me. It must be a butt dial. So I'm definitely not going to answer it. It was like months after. It was like around the holiday time. Was it a butt dial? It must have been because I never heard anything after that. But I was like, I'm not going to answer it unless they have a reason to speak with me. So maybe if Matt would have left me some voicemails, maybe some text messages, maybe a handwritten note, maybe an email, anything of the sort. Mm-hmm. That I knew what his intentions were. <gasps> but, and then I probably would have been mustered up the, mustered up my anger and formulated like a huge mungus text message. <laughs> I 100% would not have sent a text because I don't communicate well through text. <laughs> Maybe I would have sent voice memo. Mm, well, a voice memo. That's tough. That is tough. But I agree with you. I think Maybe I would have voice memo. Waited for a voice for a voicemail. Yeah, like what are you trying to pursue here? Are you just trying to see yeah. how I am? Are you still interested in being with me? Like what is the the task? Yeah. And then go from there. But she I really liked the way she handled it as I said. I feel like she put her foot down. She's like, there is no way. You think I'm okay? I just, this whole month, you don't call or te- not, nothing. I have no, no communication with you. You up and left me. It's, it's. How m- do you expect me to react? Also like, and Kate brought this up when she sent her questions, but 
Julie says they've been together for almost four years. Yeah, that math. That's not mathin'. It's not mathin'. That's not mathin'. <laughs> they were, and she says they were broken up pretty much the entirety of season two. Yep. So they dated for less than a year the first time, from around the middle of season one to beginning of season two, and maybe a year mid season three to mid season four in the second time. Is this the writers hoping that we will have forgotten the whole Carlotta situation, mm. or right. is this Julie just being? Dramatic and exaggerating, right, over exaggerating, because he Probably. met the most. Like you were like my love. Like I was in love with you for four years, regardless if we were together. Right. Like uh, we had that connection. You were still one of my best friends. Yeah. Like we felt that connection for four years. So right. I guess it's how she meant it. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline also wants to know: Do you think Vince is going to get in legal trouble after this? And where do you see this storyline going? Well, I sure hope not, because he was on his final straw i know with probation. that yeah so if we're gonna have a show where he's not locked up i don't think he's going to uh get caught i guess maybe right. somehow he will get himself out of that situation uh, maybe i don't know maybe jess will be like alibi or something like that and i think that will be okay but i think he really has learned his lesson i mm-hmm. hope because mm-hmm. you know we got two episodes left until the finale of this season and then we only got next season you gotta do some stuff we can't be mass like we can't be like settling on this type of stuff we need more we need more we need more development and it's like is he gonna seek revenge or are we gonna oh, let I it go i hope away? not <laughs> yeah thank you jacqueline will wants to know is this the last time we see becky's mom i was thinking that I was thinking it's a possibility, but then again, I was thinking maybe not since Becky does, I'm assuming, stay with us until the rest of the show. Yeah. So I'm going to say she's not on the island. You can also confirm or deny if you'd like. Okay. It's up to you. I don't care either way. Yeah. I'm going to deny. You're going to deny it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If you were in Tammy's position at the end of the episode, what is your next move after the Gazette called? Would you have given a statement? No. Without I'm not feeding a, without into Without a lawyer it. present, right? <laughs> I, it, it's one, not being called off guard at 1130 at yeah, night. No. That's so invasive. Yes. And not to feed into it. And especially after she had the call with Paul, like, okay, now we know it's out, right? We didn't want it to get out. But like, I'm not, I'm not feeding this beast. Yeah, no comment. I, I would have done the same thing. I probably wouldn't. Well, that's a, it's a house phone at 1130 at night in 2010. So I guess I probably would have answered it. Well, we had caller ID. Oh, yeah, we right? did. I, you know, I'm a yeah. millennial. So we always screen the phone calls. I never always. Picked up, never picked up the always. phone. Always. Um, but what I would do next, I don't know what to do next. Yeah. Not do anything until something happens and then go from there. Uh, Kate, to weave her point in we've already seen Tammy struggle professionally with an angry mob questioning a decision that she made so why did we have to weave this into the Becky abortion storyline is this going anywhere like do you think this continues for her come next week well now that the Gazette called like to leave on that it's like oh it's out the people now know right I guess so would this be the last time that Tammy feels like she can be a principal like does she like does this truly affect her morally where she feels like no I don't actually even want to work with these people that 
disrespected well then again it was five first one right but it's like it's like the coach thing again with the mcgill stuff like everything like in the press mm-hmm. it all kind of worked out mm-hmm. i assume that's the case but i don't think we'll be wrapping it up until maybe the next season like okay we'll take it for these last two kind of like she'll have the heat on her but then she'll ultimately come to a decision that's right for her if that's you know making a comment about it or not yeah we'll see okay thank you will mike when you were in high school do you think a principal in your state would potentially be fired for instructing a girl to have an abortion just wondering how real this plot could be Hmm. it's a good question such a good question (laughs) i mean i'd like to think that not where we live not yeah not where we live and like again tammy didn't she didn't do anything she didn't instruct her i mean he is in quotes the guidelines of what the school board has taught her to do as a counselor she said this is what you tell me to do yeah. Under whatever guidelines that they have given her for her teaching and guidance and principal. Right. Whatever. Right. So she was only doing as she was instructed to do. Right. There is no proof either way of what the converse. The conversation was not taped. And even if it was taped, obviously, we're in favor of we're watching her and saying we know she didn't do anything wrong. But without proof, how are you going to truly take down this person? It's not like she drove her to the clinic. We have no footage of her driving her to the clinic. And it was outside take, of school. Signing her out. It was outside of school. It's like, what is it to you? Yeah. Um, we know what it is to them. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's not It's not her principal. It's just another adult that was helping her through a situation. And she did it with her job in mind. Absolutely. You know, she didn't do it just as like, I am a parent to someone. Let me tell you how I truly feel. My opinion. She was a third party. She was a third party. That's right. It's very frustrating. So I don't know what would happen in our school district. I wonder if it would even be discussed. It probably wouldn't have been. No, I don't think so. Then again, we like we had about like seven towns into one district. Like there would be no gossip. Like this is a small town. Yeah. So it makes sense that people would And it's like conflicting, right? It's like from a different district because Becky goes to... Right, it would be like us East talking Dillon. to a different, like uh, talking West to a principal Dillon. from a different school district. Right, West so. Dillon. Tammy West is West Dillon. Dillon. West Dillon, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I was like, what Which the? is so, so weird to say. Yes. I know, right? It we never mention it. <laughs> we never really say is West Dillon, but that's what it Dillon is. Dillon and East Dillon. Oh, no. West, no West, West Dillon and East Dillon, right? No, you're right, but I we never I never say that. We, we only really say Dillon and East Dillon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a confusion that didn't need to happen. Uh, have either of you ever had an awkward dinner at a boyfriend's house like Jess did? Mm. I wouldn't say awkward where it was to that extent. I don't know. I don't, I'd say like that, no. Yeah, no. I mean, that, no. I don't know. All of my ex's parents have been very gracious to me. So. I'm trying to think. I mean, why wouldn't they be? You right. Know, of, course, of course. Of <laughs> course. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever experienced like an awkward dinner. 
at a boyfriend's house. Right. Like nothing no. like questioning me. No. We definitely witnessed like other family shit, <laughs> but not, right? But not yes. directed towards me. Yeah. Oh, Vic wants to know, do you think Tim needs to set some boundaries with his friends who are girls? He's super friendly and everyone thinks he is hooking up with everyone. He's always needed boundaries. It's Tim Riggins. He's trying. He's no- he yes, really he was trying in this episode. He, he hasn't tried as hard as he is now. Yeah. This is the hardest he's ever tried. Yeah, I know. So, and he's also not really ever had any friend that is a female that is just truly a friend. Yeah, that's you know. True. I mean, even Julie? with the freaking Julie situation, Coach comes in. What's happening here? God, what? Nobody yeah. trusts this guy. I mean, I get it, yeah. but again, fully clothed, other than un, over the blanket, not just watching TV. If they were trying to hide something, wouldn't you think if someone was walking in the door, they would, you know, pick up their shit and get out? Well, shout again. She's just jealous. She just needed we, a reason. Yes, we know that she just needed a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have a friend who was overly friendly, but that's where it ended? To me or to other people? Because I've had plenty of friends that are overly friendly yeah. to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I've had both situations. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take a moment to think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where would you buy land to build a house? Mm, maybe it'd be nice to live out east right yeah like that would all the be way great. out east like montauk area i would love if we could afford it right if, if money's not an issue <laughs> in this scenario right yeah out east out east for sure yeah even maybe upstate on the lake and just have like a friend's log cabin we've always talked about that yeah that would be really cool but yeah, the little like lake and you can like swing into yeah, the lake yeah and like have just a relaxing like just have a lake house exactly yeah, I would do that too. So I think, but still, regionally, I would probably stay in the state. Yeah, stay in the state. For I now. mean, Tim's saying, where, how far away is this? Is this in Dillon? I think it's like outside of, like, it's rural, obviously. Very. It has to be. Has or to be maybe like, right outside like of Dillon. We're near where, like, Luke lives. Cause Luke yeah. Luke lives, like, on a farm. Or Kilroy. Well, they always, they mention the town Kilroy. So me mm-hmm. and Kilroy seems like they're kind of where Vince lives, I right. think. So, hmm. yeah, the surrounding town. It's a huge property. It, it's humongous. <laughs> Ridiculous. What is he going to do? He's going to build a house. But like with how, bare hands. how big is this house going to be? But it's going to be so teeny tiny compared to the rest of the property. I know, but it's just like having property and then they could put their, you know, yeah, Kit Kat their, on t- there. Yeah. The bull and this dog Skeeter. And Where is Skeeter? Skeeter still exists. I promise okay, you. Yeah, He's not on the island. He was not in this episode. He should have jumped in the truck with right? Tim. He should have been in there. He does come back. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for your questions. Thank you. What was your favorite quote, Liz? I just had. Did you rob a bank? I think that's what it was, right? Mine was don't forget to say your prayers. Mm hmm. Mm. Luke's like, I hope I can get some drugs. <laughs> Please, God, get me some drugs. I thought that was quite comical. It was comical, yeah. but also so truthful and sad. Yeah, he was like, no, this is like the legit one I'm praying for. Yeah. I need more drugs. What'd you have for Coach Corner? Um, well, to be honest, 
I didn't think of a coach's corner. Do you want to get rid of this segment? I don't want to. Oh, okay. Do you? No. <laughs> I'm just having a check-in. I just, um, I was very invested in this episode. Yeah. So much to the point where I didn't even think about MVP and shitty, so I only wrote down one quote. So, coach's corner. If I had to evaluate. Mm. I'll share mine. Yeah. I loved when coach came home and Tammy's like, I still have my job. And he's like, how do you feel about that? And she's like, I'm upset, but I guess it's good. And then he gave her like a very sweet kiss. A very long kiss. I was like, that was a nice kiss. And then he's like, what are you doing tonight? I loved it. Oh my God, so cute. I really love that. Yeah, it was great. I also was going to say like just being there for Vince. Yes. Yes. Um, And also just being like, what are you doing with that guy? Like he's no good. Like be better than this. Oh, just to Vince? Yeah, just to Vince. And then just truly being like, a family member to his mother. Yeah. So. I know. Ooh. MVP and shittiest. Do you have your MVP? I think I do. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. one Tinker. Yes. Oh, Tinker. Great. Tinker is so good. But I mean, by default, I gave it to Jess only because love it. of the scene with her mom and his mom and her and yeah. just the way she went about everything this episode thought she was really real she was great i mean we had two votes for jess i chose tinker just how he cares so much for luke yeah. and really tried and he's like to why didn't you tell me I know. you didn't tell me like me your bff you didn't tell me he built the fence at their house right? he's a best friend he's a bestie <laughs> so cute dallas tinker i love him we had votes for tammy and also for tim yeah i i also thought about tim yeah shittiest which across the board everybody voted for the same person matt no luke's mom oh no i'm voting for matt yeah matt was my blue ribbon mm-hmm. yeah i like that you chose matt. i feel like she has her views mm-hmm. and that's how she feels so she decided to do what she felt in her heart was that's true um but uh, like sort of trying to get justice for a situation even though but like she's doing it towards the wrong person. Yeah. She's hurt. She feels she got betrayed by this woman and she was had something taken from her that she, you know, mm-hmm. never imagined would happen mm-hmm. at this point in her life. So and I she also doesn't want it to keep happening. Right. To other children, other teenagers that right. she's she like, shouldn't no. advise. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Like what she's saying is her truth and how she feels and how a lot of other people I'm sure in the town felt and we'll, we'll see I'm sure next week how they feel about it. So that's why I gave it to Matt. I mean, Matt was really truly irritating me. Mm -mm. It just felt like it, right. Like you said, like out of character for him to just nonchalantly come in and just be like, Hey, what's going on? I miss you. And just not, and I don't think it's Zach's performance of it. It's not that. It's just like, I think that's, they wanted us to just think that he was doing good and wanted to show Julie that he was doing good, but like didn't truly understand that like he, he's like, I know I hurt you, but it was like just not enough. Right. Yeah. Like he, there was no, he never said sorry. I don't think he ever said sorry. No. He's like, I know I hurt you. It's just what I had to do. I had I selfishly had to do that for me. 
but like, I still don't get why. I don't want to keep going in the circle. I know. Like, do I, did we need to, maybe they were trying to like wean us off of Zach, right? Yeah. You know, he's doing other things. I don't know. I'm assuming we didn't need to. We could have had him go to Chicago and made the decision, but also like him and Julie just kind of don't know where they stand and not him have hurt her so badly. Agreed. by not speaking to her like we could have had all these episodes go by not seeing him we see him again kind of like tyra mm-hmm. we see him again we're like okay they're gonna talk about things and maybe julie's like i'm not ready to do this because i'm gonna go off to do habitat for humanity and we don't know where we're gonna stand we didn't need to like hurt her so bad it just doesn't make sense which by the way do you think lila and tyra are coming back I think they'll make a final appearance. I don't think they're coming back for like a three episode arc, if you will. But gotcha. I think as we were talking with Molly and mm-hmm. she was talking about how she's hopeful for the final episode, like all the kids kind of come back and represent coach. I'm like, that would be ideal for me as well. So that will be what I'm hopeful for too. Ty- Tyra and Lila and, you know, maybe smash and just like <laughs> all of our kitties again, even though I'm sure I won't get them all, but maybe some. Okay. I just wanted to check in. You told me Tyra wasn't on the island. Wait, she's. You didn't. Yeah, right. You did. Yes. Didn't tell me. You did tell me she's not. Correct. Okay. Lila, you didn't want to know. And Lila, I was okay with not knowing. Right. And I still feel like she's not on the island. That's okay. just my opinion. Okay. Very well then. Uh, let's go into a booster of the week. Who's our line booster? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Oh, I'm copping out. I'm giving it to all of our patrons. Is that copping out? We love them. It just feels though it's been a while since I feel like I've spoken to you guys. I'm just kind of getting more acclimated now in the Discord chat after being gone for two weeks. (laughs) Uh, So I missed you all. And we're just so happy and thankful that another month goes by and you all are still here. And you are truly the MVP Again, we say this all the time, but we would not be here without you. Quite literally not be here without you. No. So thank you to each and every one of you. We love all of our patrons. We love all of our listeners too. Thank you for coming back and listening each week. But truly, y'all are uh, MVPs, the boosters, the total Betty boosters. Are we going to get a little Aurora? <laughs> there it is. Thanks, guys. We love you. We love you. Okay, so before we jumped on, I was like, Liz, I do not know an emoji for this episode. Did it come to us yet? It didn't. It didn't come. And I watched this episode three times, okay? This was the third time, and I'm like, it'll come to me, it'll come to me, and it hasn't come to me. The only things that keep coming to me, which are cop-outs, is like a glass of wine, because Tammy's been having some wine. Uh, Beer, because Coach and Buddy had some after the game. Do they have like what about like media or like sports announcing? You want to do or, a microphone for do El a, Fuego? We could do a microphone. Let's I mean, that would that. work so well for a podcast review. What? <laughs> what can you do with that microphone emoji I mean, list? That would be so easy, easy peasy to just stick that microphone emoji in an Apple Podcast review. It's right there. I mean, what we're using currently is a microphone. That's how we talk to you people is with a microphone. So that would be wonderful. Just tap those stars, write us a little review 
and rate us. That would be super helpful for to the show. You don't know how much it means to us. Even if it's just the emoji of the microphone, we're cool with that. We would just love Just as long that. as you're listening and we know that you're here and you stick to the end because we always do this at the end of the episode yes. to make sure you're listening. Yes, we do. And we also love getting those emojis in the DMs and Discord. I want to shout out Elizabeth. Elizabeth? I hope I'm not mispronouncing your name, but has been DMing us on Instagram every emoji, like Aww. binging the episodes. Nice. So funny. One of our episodes, we said to send us a dog emoji and she sent a hot dog emoji and she said, you didn't say which one. Oh, or you said any that. hot dog, so any dog emoji would do. That's I love it. I got a kick out of it. I LOL'd. Thank you so much. Send those emojis. Truly is a That's highlight great. of our That's days. That's great, a hot dog. Yeah. All right. So next week's title, it's the penultimate. Whoa. Season four, episode 12. Wow. Laboring. Hmm. Did I hear the voice of a dead panther? Joe McCoy. Oh, damn it. Can I get a confirmation if we're doing the game this week? Yes. The Panthers versus the Lions. Oh, damn. We get Joe McCoy next week. Damn it. Well, I only have to deal with him for two more episodes, right? (laughs) And JD McDick. All right, you don't have to confirm it. I'm not going to confirm it, but because yeah, like confirm. we get, <sighs> we get into things that have to do with the game. Okay. So we are lions and panther territory. Okay, so it's the start of it's the, the game. start. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So JD and Joe will be back. Unfortunately. And also, it's just not to spoil things, but like other big things happen next week. Think of the title, too. Yeah, but nobody's pregnant. Honey. Oh, duh. Honey. Mindy. It's been so long. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Thank you. I was when I saw I did see the title when we were wrapping up with this episode. And I was like, yes, huh? laboring. Uh-huh. Duh, Mindy. Yes. Mindy and Billy are going to have their baby. Baby. So excited for that. Okay, so that's huge. Um, I'm sure we'll get a lot of like, you know, her like labor pains at home, labor pains in the hospital, like craziness running around, him finally seeing he's going to be an uncle and Billy being a dad. This is very exciting stuff. But Joe McCoy, I cannot forget about that. Is he t- is he saying that to Coach? Is he saying that to Buddy? Maybe he's saying that to Buddy. Mm. He's just a there's dick. a lot of back like the two teams. There's just there's a lot of smack talk. It's very combative. Ugh, very combative. Damn. Yeah. So, if you. <laughs> If you were in my shoes and you had to predict if the Lions were going to win, <laughs> when you watched it for the first time, would you think they were going to win? Are you asking me or are you asking the people? No, I'm asking you. Uh, when you watched it the first yeah. time, did you think they were going to win? Like you knew this was coming. Uh-huh. Did you think they were going to win? Because I feel like they're going to win. I feel like how they have, that they have to win. Yeah, because you've been building this we've up. We've been building it up. It's just, it's redemption. 
even if it's predictable, I still want to see it happen. Like, I want someone to step on J.D. McCoy's fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Step on it, get some dirt in his eyeball, and move on. Okay. Just curious. If you've watched, or if you're watching for the first time, like me, let me know. Do you think the Lions are going to win over the Panthers? I feel like it would hurt so bad if the Panthers won. <laughs> but now, like, Luke is not there. And he's a huge player for the Lions. Like, he is, like, their star, one of their star players. So, uh, it's going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. It's going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this dumpster fire. It is. It is. It week. is brutal. I'm just, yes, it is brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it time for Will's Football Poetry Corner? It sure is. It sure is time for Will's Football Poetry Corner. Slinging the pill. <laughs> Slinging the pill is slang for throwing the football. Oh, like, come on. Of course it is, Will. Like, how? Like, how, of course. Like, it's just so perfectly Oh, I was for like, him. you knew that? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because I was like, no, I didn't know that. No, I did not know that. But like, wow, Will, bringing it home again yeah. this week. Luke is in a bad way and he goes to the park so he can buy some oxy from the guy's slinging prescriptions. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Vince keeps his job boosting carports even on nights when he is slinging the pill over the field. (laughs) Woohoo! It was very good, Will. Yeah, of course. I mean, always. Always, but like this, like, it's it's just like, he's probably at home like, this one like, like went right in my pocket. Right? Like, came came right out of the fingertips. Onto the keyboard. I've always said, I think we've asked him before, like, what's his process? Like, how does he come up with this? I hope he doesn't ever, like, sweat and stress about it. I don't it. think he has a process. I, just, it just like, comes it to just him, right? It just comes to him, yeah. Wow. What a skill set. That's what he used to do with, with our uh, Gossip Girl characters. Yeah. He would just be like, this is how I feel. It's a feeling. This is what I'm going to go with this week. Whatever is, like, fun for it. him. I love it. So good. Yeah. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. Thanks, everyone, for listening and tuning in and subscribing and downloading. You know all the things we say every week, but we mean it. We really thank you and appreciate you so very much. Y'all are the best. And we're almost wrapping up season four. But don't you worry. We're going straight through, baby. We're going to be here till September. Yeah, no more breaks. No more breaks. Yeah, we're for, I, for real this time. Unless one of us, like, literally, you know, I'm not even going to say. Breaks a rib again? <laughs> breaks a rib, gets sick, whatever. We will be here. We will be we'll here. be here in your ears every Wednesday. That's right. Hopefully you're liking that new time slot. Yeah, and for patrons, it's Tuesday. So if you want to get an episode a day early, definitely check out our Patreon page. I mean, it's cool join over our, there anyway. Join our crew. Yeah. Yeah. Link is in the show notes. All right. We'll be back next week. Episode 12, Laboring. The penultimate. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.